This conversation originally aired on Koinonia, which can be heard Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 in Phoenix or online at faithtalk1360.com. It's not my fault it's been a long time since Daniel Work has been on the program. I just want to establish that right up front. This is Koinonia. You're listening to Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Danny, uh, nothing like getting thrown under the bus right up the front, right? That's right. Thanks, Tom, for doing that. Appreciate that. Just making sure that uh, we know who's on the right side of the road here. Uh, (laughs) Seriously, it has been quite a while. Give us a little update of what God's been doing in your life the last few months. Wow, you know, my, uh, let's see. I got to go on a adventures and fatherhood trip with my son, and we went to uh, on a backpacking trip with other dads and their their sons and daughters, actually. And wow. uh, what an amazing experience! It was in the Ansel Adams Wilderness in California. Oh my goodness! And uh, the dads write a blessing to the kids, uh, their their kids, and then the the sons and daughters write a letter to their dads. Um, so that's a powerful one. That's a highlight. And then just the our parenting department. Well, I'm excited. We've gotten to uh, make a download for parents on 13 reasons why and, and how to enter difficult conversations. It doesn't focus much on the movie itself, but more so on these these difficult topics the show's bringing up to make sure you have intentional conversations. And then just expanding what we're doing in the department and as a family, uh, uh, here at Focus on the Family, we continue to uh, to grow and, and look at what, what needs to happen in the future and on a personal level, just getting ready for for school to start after a wonderful summer with my family camping and having fun and playing hoops with my son. I, I had a letter go out earlier this week to all of our listeners, and I kind of led with, when I was a kid, summer was forever. I mean, <laughs> it was forever. And I was realizing, you know, I just celebrated my birthday, which is in May, and the beginning of spring training baseball and now it's time for my wife's birthday which is in september and it's preseason for football where did summer go <laughs> that's, that's right. what i want to know well, when i was a kid it was forever now it's like a blink and it's gone yes and uh it's we as parents though we kind of need to remember what it was like when we were kids right because it's, it's kind of a big deal or can be a big deal routine's important right Routine's important. As adults, we get too far into the routine, and then uh, our brain gets so familiar with life that life seems to go super fast, and that's a known fact, that our perception of time, uh, the more we age, the faster it goes because we're more familiar with what's there, and, and life becomes more of a of a routine, whereas a young kid, there's new things and new newness uh, that you've experienced, so it seems longer, uh, and it's just like trips. If you go to the same place over and over again, it seems shorter and shorter as far as the trip because you're familiar with it and routine how important is that for for kids going back to school i know you know as a parent i'm sure you got to have routine so that you can just get everything accomplished that needs to be accomplished but how important is it for kids let's take a look at athletes what what they do uh, before they start they start a game there's a routine of warm-up uh, that they go through if you see a, a really good baseball player hitter, they usually have a routine before they hit. So do pitchers. And sometimes that drives us crazy when we're watching baseball, really. But it's the, it's to calm down the brain, to provide that calmness to be able to focus. 
And for kids, it gives them a pattern of, of predictability for, uh, for the year, but also uh, gives them enough room in their thinking to be able to focus on other things they have going on during the day. There's plenty of chaos with the unexpected so that if you can create a routine, it helps you feel like you're in control of something. Right. Yeah. And is there different personalities are going to need different types of routine. Is that an accurate statement or am I kind of uh, over uh, overgeneralizing? There are some kids that are naturally routine, probably since they were infants. You know, they probably were expecting the routine of their diaper coming at a certain time. And then there's uh, there are other personalities that want everything different and, and really don't like routines. But the routine, what it what it does for the family, it, it I believe it creates a sense of security with each other and a sense of trust, uh, and, and you can be be creative within the routines. You can have a routine of uh, having having time together as a family at meal times. There's a research study just this year that said the family meal times create a sense a, a, a routine family time together at, at dinner time creates a sense of security and also helps kids thrive and, and develop a sense of resiliency or a, a more resilient types of characteristics. And so, uh, and for the family itself, it, it, it creates a, a bond that is impenetrable. So I really do think that uh, a routine of mealtimes, a bedtime, uh, waking up at a certain time, those are the essential ones. There's also one that I think we ignore a lot, and that's celebrations. Looking back at the at the at the week and figuring out what can we celebrate, what went well, mm. and then the routine and the, the the habit of looking at what is to come and how do we conquer that together as a family. What are the chores we need to do? What are your responsibilities? Those are routines that help us mature and grow. And in fact, Tom, what's interesting to me is that the brain. Uh, when we develop a routine, it moves it from the executive function, which is the, the executive area of the brain is the part that you hear on the news a lot that is growing at a tremendous rate. Young kids are, uh, that, that part of the brain is in charge of decision-making, moral decision-making, social judgment, being able to pay attention, motivation. And that's where it begins, our routine. And so that's hard for kids to develop. But once it's developed, it goes to the basal ganglia, which is an area of the brain that's very fully developed for kids. And so then it becomes more natural. And then they're able to use that small amount that's still growing for the other areas uh, that, they need to, that, that, that they need to learn in and participate in. So uh, it really is beneficial to open up room for their learning and their interaction with with everything that's going on in their life. Daniel Huerta is my guest from Focus on the Family, and we're talking about kids going back to school, that whole routine. A lot of kids here in the Valley are back in school, and, uh, you know, I get to speak with a complete lack of authority because I don't have children, so I can say things and parents just shake their head like, no, it's not like that at all. <laughs> but uh, I do want to bring something. We're talking about routine and, you know, historically and sales training and all different kinds of things that I've heard over the years. You know, 21 days to 66 days is how long it takes to establish a new routine. So I'm guessing that it would, as parents, they need to remember just because you're wanting to establish routine doesn't mean it happens immediately. No, we've. I'll explain some of the ones we have in our house. We have one that's called the 60-second routine, and that's in the morning. I go in uh, with with my daughter, and I'll, I'll I'll lay there with her and just talk to her about 
what's to come or some truths about her or we'll we'll pray together and that's she expects that she says hey dad 60 seconds and my son gets the 60 seconds as well and that's that's cool the wake-up time that's our routine another one is we wave at each other whenever somebody's leaving the home and we will say you and me together for definitely ever the mm. the the habit of saying that we say that to each other all the time knowing that if anything happens we will see each other in heaven mm. uh, knowing that each day is a gift it's not a right to us and so small routines that each family we love the handshakes right because some some people do certain handshakes and kids love those predictable routines and as small as a handshake as small as a uh, a special blink with each other <clears throat> so you can go from those small routines to big ones such as bedtime which is so difficult that's probably the hardest one for for parents is the bedtime because there's so many demands throughout the day and then there's technology mm-hmm. homework all those things but the the brain needs that because uh, rest is super important for the brain to prepare for the next day yeah. uh, otherwise kids are crabby or they're not being able to be focused and so as a family, figure out what is what, what are the routines. Have the kids participate on what would be the best routines for the family and for their pattern of life and tackling this as a benefit rather than, hey, we have to do this or this is, this is uh, uh, a mandate. It's, this is beneficial so that our family does well and so that it's fun to be in the home and fun to be engaged in the school year. One of the fantastic things that I've enjoyed in my three-plus decades working with Focus on the Family is the incredible resources that Focus provides. You've got one this month called Wonderfully Wired. Tell me about that. Yeah, this one uh, has a a section on time management, how to teach kids uh, effective time management. They get to look at from a chart what where they're spending their time it's kind of like a wallet right and then another one is media discernment that like getting in a routine when I'm going to watch a movie what what do I look for what do I need to ask as I'm watching that and then another one is how how do I connect with God on a consistent basis there's many different ways all of us connect with God and so it takes uh, a family through a journey of looking at all those and then it also talks about healthy eating in that one and uh, people can find it at focusonthefamily.com slash wonderfully wired and that's a free download for anybody who wants it. that's great danny and you know we've got a few minutes to talk here i want to delve a little bit deeper into modern technology you've brought you've mentioned it in passing several times and how and each time it seemed like it could be a distraction or an interference in proper routine and uh, mental recovery and things of that nature seeing some studies coming out where you know as kids less than a year old even already starting to interact with electronic devices. Uh, what has some of your research and your observation been about, you know, technology and the super young kids? Well, at this point, we can't live without technology. If you look at society, I think we'd have a, we'd panic, right? We'd be okay. paralyzed. And so uh, we have to figure out how to, how to conquer it. Our brains are designed to react to it in a pretty powerful way. The dopamine receptors are finding our motivation neurotransmitters are get really uh, heightened up when when the uh, when there's a vibration in the leg or there's some type of technology available it's the it's the lowest hanging fruit our brains haven't learned how to be bored uh, especially this this uh, uh, the, the tech native generation yeah uh, it's so so whatever's easiest they go to and so the the research really is telling me that we have to be uh, very intentional about putting boundaries especially at night the brain can't shut down because of the 
the light. And so children are having a harder time falling asleep. Uh, conversations are more difficult. Authenticity has gone down. Mm-hmm. Uh, stress levels have gone up. And so I, what I've noted, tech executives, I don't know if you've heard about this, Tom, but tech ex- executives, when they polled them, they what they did with their kids, they didn't have smartphones until a later age because they knew what they've cr- they had created. They created something very addictive. Mm-hmm. And that uh, that's hard for us as parents. We want to make them happy. Remember, as parents, we're not here to make <clears throat> our kids happy. We're here to teach them how to manage their world and engage in it in a wise way. Yeah, if you want to find out how addictive it is, uh, go out on date night, leave your phone at home. See how <laughs> that's right. All right, Danny Huerta. Thanks again. Where can people go to find out more information or to contact you guys if they need help with parenting issues? Uh, FocusOnTheFamily.com or 1-800-A-FAMILY. 1-800-A-FAMILY. All right. So I I threw you under the bus at the beginning of the segment, but I'll make sure and not wait so long before I get you back here on Friday. Tom, I would love it. Thank you. For questions or comments, please email Tom at faithtalk1360.com. That's Tom at faithtalk1360.com.